Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast. Hour one. Greetings, America. Delighted to have you with me. It is Eric Erickson here across the nation. The phone number 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be on the program, as always, text the word Eric, E-R-I-C-K, if I can spell my own name. <laughs> it's been a day already. E-R-I-C-K, text it to 33777. You get all the links for social media, the podcast, the show notes, the live stream, all of that. Now, We want to begin here today, we, I, uh, you all get to humor me, with no labels. No labels is supposedly doing a third-party run for president. Every number of years, a third-party offering rises up, uh, and probably the most famous is H. Ross Perot, the billionaire uh, philanthropist. He ran for president of the United States uh, in 92 and 96. He got 18.9% of the vote in 1992. Now, I need to pause here and say something that is all but certain to be true and some of you will still disagree with it because you've been told one thing for so long you've believed it, even though it's not true. In 1992, George H.W. Bush lost. It was 43% Bill Clinton, 37.5% Bush, 18.9% H. Ross Perot. And a number of Republicans of a certain age to this day insist that had Ross Perot not entered the race, George H.W. Bush would have won. That's actually not true, more likely than not. And the reason we know it's not true, more likely than not, is back in the early 90s, polling was pretty precise because everybody had a landline, nobody had cell phones, and you could call everyone and they would answer unknown numbers and talk to pollsters. Not only that, exit polling was still very good in the early 90s as well. And the exit polling from 1992 showed that of people who were voting for Ross Perot, they would not have voted for the incumbent overwhelmingly. You add in the Ross Perot percentage that would have voted for Bush over Clinton, and it was de minimis. It it didn't really exist substantially. Uh, The Bush people have told everyone a fiction for a very long time that but for that third party Ross Perot, Bush would have run. And it's really not true according to the data. I mean, you can go back if you know where to look. Uh, There's this thing called LexisNexis that is the internet before the internet existed. And you can go look at the exit polling from 1992. The exit polling are the interviews with the actual voters who voted. And there was great contempt for George H.W. Bush because of the economy. People didn't like Bill Clinton because of his character. 
And those Ross Perot voters would have done one of two things, voted for Bill Clinton or stayed home. But Republicans to this day tell themselves that, oh, actually, Bush would have run one but for Ross Perot. And that's actually not there. The public opinion polling and the actual exits of people who voted prove otherwise. Nonetheless, it's relevant because Ross Perot, the best funded independent candidate to ever run for president of the United States, got less than 19% of the vote. So fast forward to today. There is a group called No Labels. And No Labels is uh, unquestionably a liberal group. They're not a progressive group. They are a liberal group. They are social liberals. They are somewhat fiscally conservative. They are a group of people who, well, they really don't exist. Um, I mean, they do and they don't. And what I mean by that is when you actually break the data down across the nation, you know what you find? There's uh, there's a greater pool of people interested in fiscal liberalism and social conservatism than there are social liberal fiscal conservatives. I mean, the reality is the fiscal liberal or the fiscal conservative who is socially liberal is a figment of his own imagination. There's no real fiscal conservative who is socially liberal because when you expand social liberalism and degrade public policy and society, you wind up having to bail out society with a bunch of money because people who make the socially liberal mistakes and embrace a social liberal lifestyle, you got to correct their behaviors and fund their rehabilitation when they screw up their life. I mean, you, you're socially liberal. You want abortion on demand and, and you want a licentious behavior and, and uh, drugs for everybody. You're having to then bail out all the people who have schizophrenia and all the people who wind up uh, making terrible life decisions with your social liberalism that you don't want to bail out with your fiscal conservatism and you wind up bailing them out. I know there are people who say, I'm socially liberal, but I'm fiscally conservative. Yet you say that and then your policies cause the nation to have to spend more money. I don't mean to be insulting, but you know I'm right. But that's what No Labels is. No Labels are a group of concerned white people from the coasts who don't like Joe Biden and they don't like Donald Trump and they want to stop them both. And No Labels is actually now saying, well, we may not fund anyone unless DeSantis is the Republican nominee. You got a bunch of old guard Democrats and Republicans now starting to freak out. These people, they're literally being called traitors. These are not traitors. These are a bunch of uh, West and East Coast wine snobs who think they're going to make a meaningful difference. It is upper income white people grift is what no labels is. The Washington Post has a big story today. Top Democratic strategists, including current advisors to President Biden and former U.S. senators, met last week with former Republicans who opposed Donald Trump at the offices of a downtown D.C. think tank. Their mission to figure out how to best subvert a potential third-party presidential bid by the group No Labels, an effort they all agreed risked undermining Biden's re-election campaign and re-electing Donald Trump to the White House. The broad show of force at an off-the-record gathering that appears in the Washington Post, people, with about 40 people in the room in an off-the-record gathering and others appearing on Zoom on the anniversary of D-Day in an off-the-record gathering for which the Washington Post has a remarkable amount of detail. <laughs> 
Attendees at the off-the-record meeting that no one's supposed to know about include former White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain, Democratic National Committee Senior Advisor Cedric Richmond and Stephanie Cutter, former campaign advisor to Barack Obama who worked with the Biden team. They were joined by Doug Jones of Alabama, Heidi Heitkamp of North Dakota, Claire McCaskill of Missouri, including anti-Trump Lincoln Project, former Weekly Standard uh, publisher Bill Kristol and Lucy Caldwell, the former Republican consultant now with the Independent Forward Party. (laughs) I'm sorry. This is like the most quintessential Washington story. We're going to meet... 40 people off the record on D-Day, and let's tell the Washington Post who was there, what we talked about, what was said. This is so stupid. This is why people hate Washington. I see a group under a catchy slogan that is misleading at best, saying that they have the country's best interest at heart, when the exercise will do nothing but elect Donald Trump, says Cedric Richmond, who, like Ron Klain and Lucy Caldwell, told the Washington Post they attended in their personal capacities. I am encouraged that a lot of people share the concerns. So No Labels has been working to get a new party of the same name on state ballots in 2024. An independent bipartisan presidential ticket just in case... The Democrats and Republicans nominate unacceptable people. The group's leaders have said they view Trump as unacceptable while telling others they would not move forward if DeSantis wins the GOP nomination. Oh, not. I got that wrong. I thought it would move forward with DeSantis. No, no. If if DeSantis is the GOP nominee, they're not going to move forward. They've declined to say if Biden is unacceptable, though many Democratic strategists fear the group will move forward if Biden and Trump are the nominees. Democrats are trying to throw them off the ballot. Ben Chaffetz, former executive director of the NAACP, is working with no labels. There's been a pressure campaign from the left. Now, you got to understand that the people who are a part of no labels tend to go to the Democratic Party cocktail parties. They tend to be social liberals. They tend to like the Democrats, but they don't like an octogenarian in charge of the Democratic Party who makes no sense afternoon, and they don't like Donald Trump, and they're convinced a majority of Americans overwhelmingly want someone new. Whether you like no labels or not, they're hanging their hat on a consistent poll number that is consistent across virtually every poll in the country. Republican, Democrat, and media poll, 75% to 80% of Americans do not want Trump and Biden. 75% of Americans do not want either one of these candidates. Now, interestingly enough, um, relatedly, relatedly to all of this, you got all these people who don't want Trump and they don't want Biden and they like a third party, and you've got no labels rising, and you've got both parties are basically trying to tell the American public, you will take what we give you and like it. I mean, right now, a majority of Republicans in the Republican primary lean Donald Trump. He's over 50% in the polling averages for the Republican primary. Now, that's national. At the state level, it's different, and you got the states will affect the nation national polling average 
not the reverse. But right now, if the election were tomorrow, if the primaries were tomorrow, Donald Trump would win, and so would Joe Biden. And that's a problem because 75 to 80 percent of the public says we don't want either one. And so both party bases right now are basically saying, screw you, America. You will take what we give you and like it. You will eat our turd sandwich and say it's delicious, whether you want it or not. And the public is like, I, you know what? We'll, we'll just stay home. A pox on both your houses. We hate you both. Now, sadly for the Republicans right now, at least, and this is subject to change later, but the polling also shows, ah, we'd rather Joe Biden than Donald Trump and we hate them both, which is kind of a damning indictment for the GOP. You've got so many uh, emotional voters in the Republican Party right now who absolutely believe we, we got to stick it to the man by voting Trump and the American public's like, we will stick it to you if you do this. And so along comes no labels and no labels is like, we're going to offer someone else. Now, who are they going to offer? Joe Manchin has hinted maybe it would be him. I don't know that it would actually be him. He certainly is angling for it. Who could no labels offer? And that's the problem. You know, people are stupid. People are stupid. And you advance no labels, and about 20% of the nation is genuinely really and truly stupid. And so they will come in. I mean, like Caitlyn Jenner and Joe Manchin, Jenner Manchin 2024. They'll be like, oh, we'll go with them. They'll be socially liberal, fiscally conservative. No, they won't. They'll be a nut job team. No labels. Uh, if, if, if anything, what no labels will do is it'll put forward retired politicians or retiring politicians. So it'll be Joe Manchin and I don't know, pick, pick your former Republican leader, so Bill Friss, Tennessee, Bill Friss. No, 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 I know, I know, um, um, Lamar Alexander, yes. You want moderate Republican and moderate Democrat? Uh, 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 Lamar Alexander ran for president in 19, what was it, 1996, Lamar Alexander ran for president? Yes, Alexander Manchin or Manchin Alexander. There's your perfect moderate ticket of mushy moderate stand for nothing and and the wine moms of the east and west coast are like oh this is wonderful this is wonderful it's not Biden it's not Trump we will go with them we will have no labels no labels we will go with people who stand for nothing and get nothing done because they stand for nothing and we have no labels we're neither Republican nor Democrat. that's the message and the Democrats are freaked out about it. The Democrats are like, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? These people could beat Joe Biden. You know, Democrats, there's something you could do to stop liberal wine moms of the coast coming up with no labels. You could abandon Joe Biden, but you won't. In fact, the Republicans are more likely to abandon Trump than you are to abandon your octogenarian dementia patient, which is your problem. That's not no labels problem. Vision Computer has over 3,000 five-star Google reviews and an average phone answer time of just 15 seconds. When you call, you won't be stuck navigating endless automated menus. A live person's going to answer the phone and help you solve your problems. You know, I run a business, and it's one reason I love the idea that Vision Computer exists. Because as a business owner, you know you've got to be efficient you got to have tech support issues resolved quickly, and you got to have your computers work. Don't let your employees suffer in silence either. 
They may be embarrassed or hesitant to ask for help, but with vision support, they can get assistance they need to work more efficiently. Reach out to them. Call 404-COMPUTE or go to visioncomputers.com. In fact, if you call them at 404-COMPUTE, ask for the Eric Erickson special when you call. They're not going to have it on their website. It's just for you guys listening. Call 404-COMPUTE today. Ask for the Eric Erickson special. Be amazed at Vision Computer. Greetings, friends. How are you? It is Eric Erickson. The phone number 877-973-7425. I want to take your phone calls here in a minute. I don't have a long segment here, and, and I feel the need to say something. This is not an advertisement. It is in no way, shape, or form. I'm not getting any money whatsoever for this. But I get this question a lot. In fact, I got it from a friend of mine this morning by text message. Father's Day is coming up. Many dads, you know, dads love to grill. They they, they like to, to be out cooking. I have for years had a big green egg, and I love my big green egg, and, and I'm, I'm not disparaging big green egg. I just got to the point where, one, I mastered it, and two, if I was cooking a giant brisket, it wouldn't all fit in my large big green egg, and I thought instead of getting a, a giant one, it's, it's time. I'm just going to go with the pellet grill. In large part because I just wanted something that could get up to temperature quick. And I looked and I researched the snot out of them. If y'all knew how obsessive compulsive I was about researching gear uh, for cooking. And, you know, Traeger is the popular brand. Traeger's the common one. You get it at all your big box stores, Walmart and the like. And I settled on one called Rectech. And if you're thinking of getting a grill, a pellet grill in particular, a smoker, Rectech. Uh, here's why I like Rectech. Uh, it has better build quality than Traeger, which means it lasts longer. It's got thicker steel, so it holds up longer outside. Uh, its computer parts are manufactured in the U.S. All of the uh, any pellet grill you get, the the parts are going to be pressed in China. Um, Traeger, I think, is completely put together there. The last time I read, maybe they've changed it, uh, but Rectech is not. Um, they, they can lower their price by having the steel manufactured there. They use a higher grade steel, uh, and they last a lot longer. Uh, not only do they last a lot longer, they get a lot hotter. Uh, they hold their temperature better. I love my Rectech. I can start it with my phone from my office right now, and when I get home, uh, it's up to temperature. I like their their uh, wood pellets. They don't use oils. They use all natural woods. If you get them, I just, I love Rectech. The company is phenomenal. It, it It's not the big brand that Traeger is, but it is definitely the better brand. If you're looking at a pellet grill, I've got the RT 700, which is fantastic, but just go for it with a Rectech. There's my recommendation for Father's Day. Now my recommendation for you as a conservative activist is to go with AFP, Americans for Prosperity. Americans for Prosperity, teaches you how to be a better conservative activist. They have chapters in over 30 states. They are expanding in the states where they're not in. They want you to be a better and more effective conservative activist. They want you to help them grow. They run door-knocking campaigns for issue advocacy around the country. They fight for small government. They understand that if we don't gut government, the left can use government against us just as we can use it against them. But if you gut it, they can't use the government against us. So free markets and free people demand small government. If you're a believer, sign up for AFP. Americansforprosperity.org slash Eric is the website. Americansforprosperity.org slash E-R-I-C-K. If you believe in free markets and free people and you want to advocate for small government, that's who you need to work with. Americansforprosperity.org slash E-R-I-C-K. 
Good people committed to the causes you and I are committed to, and they're growing nationwide. Americansforprosperity.org slash Eric. Greetings, conversationalists. I am delighted to have you with me today as we will navigate the ups and downs of an insane time. The phone number, 877-973-7425. Want to go to the phones? Don, you're going to be up first today. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi there. You know, this whole situation concerning Biden and the possibility of uh, tapes that have been recorded of him accepting bribes. Mm-hmm. What does this do to our international image that the U.S. president could be bribed to provide war materials for you to take on your enemy? I'm, You know, how's Russia going to respond to the knowledge that it's the U.S. fueling Ukraine, yes. But Vladimir is Putin is on his way to the bank right now to getting Hunter Biden's account number. <laughs> I mean, it, it is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And, and what's most ridiculous to me is how the media is obsessed with not just the coverage of Donald Trump, but, I mean, if Don, if you today were to walk out into the street and gun someone down, Every member of the media would say you allegedly shot someone until you were found guilty. With Donald Trump, it's uh, absolutely he's guilty. No use of the word alleged. With with Joe Biden and this bribery scandal, they're not even reporting on it or they're do, being as dismissive as they possibly can. It's such a double standard by the media in how they're doing it. And, but you're right. Okay, uh, let, let's take the bribe allegation out of it. And it is an allegation. Let's take the bribe allegation out of it. You're watching Joe and Hunter Biden run around the world and get contracts for Hunter Biden, an inept uh, drug addict who, God help help him, is recovering, I hope. And you got his dad out there turning a blind eye to the behavior. You're you're a, a world leader from another country. You're thinking, oh, here's a vulnerability. Let me just put this back in perspective for you. Let's go back in history. Do you know in the 1960s and the 1970s, Foreign spies took a strong interest in who within the United States government, particularly in the military and the and the CIA and like, were gay because the odds were they were in the closet and they would work to try to find individuals who were in the closet who were gay and enter into a relationship with them and then blackmail them. And it was the United States government that uh, took a very firm line on trying to find and push people out who were closeted homosexuals, not because they were anti-gay, although at the time they were, if we're honest, but more likely than not. And overwhelmingly, it was because they were security risks because of blackmail threats. The communists had no moral qualms with it. You've got in this situation a crackhead son of a current president of the United States who we hope is in recovery, who's been sleeping with hookers, who is spectacularly unaccomplished except for his father's connections. Is that not a blackmail risk? Is is that not something that could undermine the security of the United States because of Joe Biden's guilt love for his son? And let's be very honest here. There's a lot of guilt in Joe Biden's love for his son. Hunter Biden is a deeply screwed up person. And if you knew his life, you would understand why his mother and and, uh, sibling tragically killed in a car wreck. Uh, Joe remarrying Jill. 
loving Bo Biden. I mean, Bo Biden was was the uh, son of 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 Joe Biden's solar system. Hunter was an afterthought, and now Bo is dead, and and all you got is a court. You would be deeply screwed up too. It's a tragedy, but it's also a national security risk, and the media wants to ignore that all and focus on the Trump kids, which is absurd. Now, uh, we we will move into some of the Trump stuff here. I I want to think out loud with you just a little bit. I, I don't know if you've heard. Mike Pence is beginning to shift very slowly, echoing Nikki Haley. Here's some audio. This is Mike Pence. He was on CNBC. I mean, we saw Hillary Clinton engage in this kind of behavior with regard to classified materials. And to be given a pass in 2016, we saw two and a half years of the Russia hoax that now, thanks to the Durham report, we know it was an investigation that should have never even been started. And we've seen a Justice Department that seems to have a two-tiered system of justice. A two-tiered system of justice. One more clip. So you get this. We see the Hillary Clinton stuff, a two-tiered system of justice, but... No one's above the law. Uh, this indictment includes serious charges. Um, and I, and as I've said here in the panel, Andrew, I, I, I can't defend what's alleged there. I, the handling of classified materials is vitally important to the country. But look, we've gone through about... I'm trying to do the math here. About seven years where the American people have lost confidence in our Department of Justice. I mean, whether it was when Jim Comey excused very similar behavior by Hillary Clinton in the run-up to the 2016 campaign, uh, or whether it was two and a half years that I lived through as Vice President of the United States when we were fighting to cut taxes, roll back regulation, unleash American energy. We were under a hailstorm from most of the media and the Democratic Party over what we now know was a complete fraud an investigation that should never have been brought. Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, Mike Pence, they're all out there saying this is a double standard. They should have done something with Hillary Clinton. But if the allegations are true, they're bad. Two things can be right at the same time. Now, I just I, I do need to add one little bit of perspective for you here because you're hearing a lot of going to hear a lot about the Presidential Records Act and that the president could take these. He was still in the White House when they were shipping these documents down to Mar-a-Lago. He had every right as president to do it. That's not the bulk of the indictment against him. And there's a little bit of three card Monty going on. Uh, you know, three card money, find, find the queen. You got three cards and, and you're shaking it up and it's, it's usually a scam and, and there's a distraction element to it. So you can't actually follow along and find the card and you lose your money. That's what's going on here with a lot of the people citing the presidential records act and the espionage act. Uh, the bulk of this is a grand jury in June of 2022 asked the former president to surrender all documents, not that were classified, but that had classification markings. You can declassify a document that is stamped top secret, but the classification remains. The st- you don't wipe away the top secret stamp from the document. It is a permanent uh, mark on the document. You will note under it it's been declassified, or you will stamp over it that it's been declassified, but that mark remains. And so when the grand jury says surrender all documents, not that are classified, but with classification markings, 
doesn't matter whether they were classified or declassified or whether he had permission to take them or not. It means the grand jury wants them, and you, if you don't want to give them, must file a motion and object. The Trump team did not do that. They just hid the documents from the grand jury. And that doesn't seem to be in dispute because we have Donald Trump's own lawyers' notes and audio memos talking about how uh, the president hid the documents from the lawyers when they were trying to find them and then suggested the lawyers hide them from the FBI. Take every single thing out of the indictment. That right there is a crime. That's the problem here. But there's a larger problem the GOP has to deal with here. And, and this is me thinking out loud to some degree, and I do need to be clear with you here. Here's the problem. Uh, it, 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 about 25 to 30 percent of the GOP, Donald Trump, if the polling is to be believed, is about 50 to 55 percent Republicans say him. We want him as our nominee. 25 to 30 percent is locked in. The rest of it is uh, they're, they're saying they're with him. They may not be. It's soft support. They may go elsewhere. I get the 25 to 30% from Brian Kemp in Georgia, good swing state now representative, and you had 25% of the GOP voted for David Perdue as a protest vote against Brian Kemp in large part because Donald Trump endorsed David Perdue. You add in the flat earth chick and you get like 28% of the vote. Yes, there's that that woman, uh, what's her name, the idiot who's the flat earther. She ran to combine. They get less than 30% of the vote. Kemp gets about 75% of the vote. So you got about 25% locked in hardcore for Donald Trump, and they're not going to be persuaded by anything else. What about the other 25 to 30%? They could shift to the party. And here is, I, I think, what has to happen. And, and I am aware of, of two things. One, DeSantis's team has been oddly quiet, have they not? DeSantis's team has been very quiet. He's been doing fundraisers around the country. He's been in Texas. He's been in South Carolina. He's been in North Carolina. He's been raising money. He hasn't talked a lot about the indictment. To the extent he's talked about the indictment, he's talked about the uh, no one's above the law, but uh, this is a double standard, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He hasn't really engaged in a shift. Now, I don't think it's a coincidence. I have been very reliably told that two of the campaigns, at least, and maybe more two of them, I wasn't told which ones, but it's got to be DeSantis. Two of them are actually message testing and focus grouping with Trump voters. What is a way to convince them? And here's the problem the Republicans have. The media, when you listen to the media, when you listen to the press corps, the press corps, of course, absolutely despises Donald Trump. And they're like, why aren't you blowing him up? Why aren't you saying he's going to jail? Why aren't you attacking him? These people are not Republican. They just hate Donald Trump. They don't know how to run in a Republican primary. In 2016, and I was in the camp, I admit it, I, I thought Axis Hollywood tape, my gosh, this is going to be destructive. Most Republicans did. And he still beat Hillary Clinton. The problem is what happened 2018 and 2020 and 2022 and 2020, Trump has enough Republicans. Again, 25%, 25% the key number here. Locked in hardcore support, convinced the election was stolen. Everybody else is like, no, it wasn't. 25% locked in, it was stolen. So ignore them. And I don't mean it disrespectfully, just you're not going to get them. Why waste your time on people who are so locked into Donald Trump? They are emotionally connected to him. They believe he's got their back. They've got his back. You're not going to pick these people up. But there's 25 to 30% who are persuadable. 
but they're loyal to Donald Trump. What these candidates have to do is figure out how do I connect to them, not on a logical level, not on a reasonable level, because no one's there. Everybody's emotional right now. How do I connect to them on an emotional level and connect to them in a way that makes them realize you love Donald Trump, but for his own good, you must let him go. If we are to pardon him, he can't run against Biden because he's not going to win. Enough independents, enough women, even enough Republicans will not vote for him, and we have to save him. He did good things for the country, but I can do good things for us too, and I can save Donald Trump. Someone is message testing that right now, and I, my, my guess is it's DeSantis. My guess is that Ron DeSantis is trying to figure out a way to talk to Trump voters and say, we owe this guy a lot, but to save him, you've got to move on from him. To save us and beat Biden, you must move on. And and I, I, I don't know how you make that message. Some of them are so emotionally locked in, you're never going to get to them. There's no reason to even try. But you want to honor the good things Donald Trump did while explaining that this isn't like the Access Hollywood tape against Hillary Clinton. This is the United States government moving against Donald Trump. And by the way, he made it really easy for them to do. Because regardless of the Presidential Records Act, regardless of the Espionage Act, it is beyond dispute that he kept records from a grand jury. How do we know it's beyond dispute? Because the FBI found 197 documents with classified markings, and you've got Trump's lawyer on audio, not just writing, but in audio, his own dictaphone audio app on his iPhone saying Donald Trump hid these documents from the grand jury. So how do you emotionally, and it's not a logic issue, it's not a reason issue, it's emotional because people are emotional about Donald Trump. You must connect to them emotionally and make them realize for Donald Trump's good, not their good, for Donald Trump's good, you must leave him behind to save him. It's possible to do, but the message has to be right. It's not a message the media is going to like, and in fact, the media is going to attack whoever gets the message right, which is how you'll know they got the message right. But it's going to have to happen because, I mean, if a quarter of the indictment is true, there's at least one crime there that seems really easy to prove. Did Donald Trump keep documents from a grand jury? If yes, that's obstruction. So if you want to save Donald Trump, you got to move on from Donald Trump. Because look at 2018, look at, forget 2020 if you think it was stolen, look at 2022. Look at the 13% of Republicans who voted for Joe Biden and the Democrats. If you want to save Trump, you got to find someone who can pardon him. And that's an emotional argument. Republicans have to figure out how to make and navigate. And when the press starts attacking them for it, you'll know they found the right message. Now, we're waiting for the Federal Reserve today to see if they're going to raise interest rates or keep them the same. The prevailing consensus is they're going to keep them the same because um, inflation is now down to 4%. Their goal is 2%. It's headed in the right direction. 
but that's still causing all sorts of qualms within the stock market and potential recession. You may want to use precious metals as part of your portfolio because of it. And Advantage Gold is who you probably want to reach out to, 800-450-2566. They are TrustLink's number one highest rated gold company seven years in a row. they got the best IRA department. They've got the best uh, gold and silver rates. They've got everything you need, and they'll give you a free gold IRA investment kit to help you comply with the rules for storing precious metals as part of a retirement portfolio. 800-450-2566 is Advantage Gold's number. Just call them and talk to them. They're not gimmicky. They just want to educate you. Tell them I sent you. 800-450-2566. You get fantastic rates, and you get fantastic advice, and you get the free gold IRA investment kit. 800-450-2566. Two five six six. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. This hour of the program brought to you by First Liberty Building and Loan. They are in Noonan, Georgia. Do not let that disturb you if you're in Hartford, Connecticut or Greenville, South Carolina or Los Angeles, California, because they help businesses nationwide grow. They make their own decisions. I've known the Frost family for years. They're committed to helping businesses grow. If your lender is giving you a hard time giving you access to capital and you need it to buy a building, build a building, buy a franchise, expand a franchise, First Liberty might be able to help you. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if they can help you. All right. um, This segment's going to be short because I ran long. Do you remember in April of 2018, two black men entered a Starbucks uh, in uh, Philadelphia for a business meeting with a white man. And they waited. They asked to use the bathroom. Uh, they were refused. And uh, there were all sorts of commotions for that. Um, and the regional manager of the Starbucks was fired because she was white That's right. On Monday, a federal jury in New Jersey ordered Starbucks to pay $25.6 million to the regional manager. The the jury determined the company fired her because she was white, not because she'd done anything wrong. The jury found Starbucks was in violation of federal civil rights. The manager was Shannon Phillips. There's a New Jersey law that prohibits discrimination based on race. They awarded her $600,000 in compensatory damages and $25 million in punitive damages. Phillips oversaw 100 stores in uh, Philadelphia and uh, Pennsylvania, southern New Jersey, Delaware, and parts of Maryland. She had been promoted and as part of the damage control efforts to stem the tide of what happened to those two black men at the Starbucks, which was wrong, by the way. They fired her. Because she was white, according to a jury. Um, Incredible, incredible award for this lady uh, out of this court in New Jersey. Big deal. When we come back, the populist uprising in the suburbs. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.